Michigan State Spartans, 38, Miami Hurricanes, 17, was your final today. This is Lucas here. Mitch is joining me for a kind of emergency podcast. Um, Would have gotten on sooner, but I just got back from a wedding, had a couple beers, celebrated this victory. Um, Mitch, I'll let you take it away. I know you watched. I didn't get to watch like the late in the third quarter on. Um, I'll let you take over what you thought was like. I'll just let you start. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously didn't start out with a 75 yard uh, touchdown play this time. That was a little, that was a little disappointing, but I guess we can't do it every game. Um, we won the toss for the first time, uh, this year. So we didn't get the ball first anyway. So that, you know, that's why, uh, that's why I didn't go down that way. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, we looked a little shaky out of the gate. Um, you know, the, the secondary look, I mean, awful, they look yeah. terrible. And yeah. part of that is scheme, but the reason for the scheme is because right now we just don't have the athletes back there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was really, I think the turning point in the game, when I mean, we, I think we all kind of thought it was, it was seven to three Miami and they were driving. Um, they were like in the red zone and, uh, Derek King's pass to, I think it's tight end missed. He, he just didn't catch it. It was, it was right in the bread basket. He didn't catch it. And then Miami missed that chip shot field goal. And thus, and then the Spartans kind of took over from there. Like it's, they, they slowly, kind of impose their will you know what I mean yeah no uh wasn't that it was that the one in the end zone or am I thinking of the Bama game no you're thinking the right one okay yeah, yeah that, he, that happened in the, that happened in the Bama game too uh but uh we've got but, yeah, Zanjo, we've got Zanjo with us now yeah so. yeah nah uh King actually made you know really nice pass his guy literally right in the chest and just didn't catch it yeah I think that that turned the momentum like and it seemed like it turned it for good. Like when it was 17-14 and Miami had the shot, but then um, Derek King fumbled the ball that I felt like when you were up 24-14, I think that or 20. Yeah, that was good to go up 24-14. I think that was kind of close to sealing the deal. Um, We are. You know, we won the turnover battle for nothing. You're not going to lose too many games where you win the turnover battle for nothing. No. Um, you know, uh, Derek King was getting all these underneath routes, and like it felt like the two or three times that he tried to go over the top on us is when he got picked off. Yeah. Um, Zanjo, Zanjo, what what are your thoughts on on what happened today? What a fucking win! Holy yeah. fucking shit! Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. go back. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. To borrow, to borrow some words from our friend, Matt Sheehan. We are back. <laughs> um, and he's right. We are back. Okay. We are back. So Miami, <laughs> Miami's not a good team. Let's start there. Miami's not a good team, but they're not, they're a functional team still. They're still a seven or eight win team. We went down to their place, hundred degree weather, weathered everything they're throwing at us. Came back, fourth scored 21 in the last 24 points when we were gassed. Made halftime adjustments that were incredible. Like, okay, you watch the first half, they're shredding us. You watch the second half, they had one good drive. It was yeah. it was night and day the difference. Like, <clears throat> yeah. 
No, I I was I I went I had to go and delete tweets today because I slandered the hell out of Ronald Williams in that first half, and then and then he came up with that huge interception. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in the third. I think that one was in the third quarter. Came with that huge interception. I was like, well, I I have some tweets that I need to go delete before he starts name searching after the game. Yeah. Yeah. We. Man, we had a lot of receipts to cash after this game with the dipshit Miami Twitter. Um, yeah, <laughs> not even Miami Twitter. Freaking Thick gave us enough material for days. Oh yeah, Thick. Thick is a Michigan State winning its Michigan from deactivating his account like Bean did. Um, but I have to say, Peyton Thorn, it did not look good the first the first quarter. Miami's pass rush was getting to him and knocking him down, but he just weathered the storm and he makes really fucking smart decisions with the ball, like. You know, we were talking about, you know, throwing away the ball, but, you know, Brett said it best. Sometimes the, the sack is the yeah. best play. And, like, on one play, you know, he got – it was like a 10-yard loss. But, you know, that's the type of play where, as, as amazing as Connor Cook was, he would try to make something out of it, and it would end up like a pick six. I mean, Thorne it's is not – Go ahead. No, I agree. It's been said a million times so far. Thorne's football IQ is off the charts. Like, yeah. the guy – he does not make dumb plays. Even the one pass he had today was almost intercepted. It was it was just a miscommunication between him and the receiver. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no I, yeah, he's he's very he's very good with with decision making. That's why I was so surprised with those those sacks. Um, I think they're over there, like the three that were like glaringly bad. The one in the second half where it looked like Kenneth Walker maybe should have picked up that guy, but it also was a delayed blitz, so maybe it wasn't his responsibility. Right. Um. And Thorne was probably supposed to dump it off to him and just that guy came right up the middle. Um, and then in the, yeah, but, you know, he had the two in the first half and then uh, like early in that first quarter where he looked kind of rattled, then he settled in, he started making smarter plays, right? Like there were two that he threw away. Um, he ran a couple times. He had that really, really big run. Um, what was it like third and third long, and- wasn't it? Yeah, it was a third and long, yeah, and, and he he tucked. And he said after the game that uh, none of that was was planned. He didn't have any designed runs today. Any any running that he did was improv. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just checking on tweets about Manny Diaz. Um, so, like, <laughs> I had to listen to – it was 17 to, to 7 when I had to leave to get ready for my wedding that I went to. Um and I listened to the rest of it in the car, but um, it just sounded like, I mean, Derek King threw for 50, he threw 59 times. I mean, a lot of the times you're not going to win games when it's that off balance. Like they threw it 60 times as a team and only rushed 24 times because MSU's front line was just unstoppable and they knew it and credit to them. They knew it. So they weren't going to try it very often, but if you just have that complete un or misbalance or un you know not balanced at all, you're not going to win games. Like it's very rare unless you're playing just a cupcake or something. But I mean, we ran the ball 41 times for almost 200 yards. We passed 31 times. Uh, completions 18 for 261. I mean, very. I thought Jay Johnson's game plan was really fucking awful the first the first quarter, but he made adjustments 
on the fly, and it was pretty evident in that second quarter. Like, yeah, we had to pick up the blitz, and and Payne Thorne had to make faster decisions, and it was pretty obvious he told him to do it because after that, Payne Thorne was pretty fucking flawless. Yeah, second half of the whole. Yeah, he kept trying that run up the middle shit. He kept he wanted he wanted to, and (laughs) and I get I get the idea of keeping them honest. Yeah, like he he just wanted he just kept forcing that up the middle shit. When when Kenneth Walker was carving up that defense, going to, going horizontal all fucking day, and then the we second, started with the the screen passes and the and the you know the quick outs and and the outlet passes and and that's we were beating them in the flats because they were selling out for sacks. That's all they wanted. They wanted yeah. to get to the quarterback. Yeah, the second half of the whole on both sides. I mentioned defense earlier, but like <clears throat> Jay Johnson's play call in the second half was fourth quarter in particular was incredible. Yep. He had maybe a couple bad play calls, but like so, like Cake Jelly just posted a, a, a video just now of a um, Thorns touchdown mid 24-14. First off, great play call, like calling the slant there and letting them do their thing. Great play call. They adjusted, they made the things, and then it's just Thorn. Like Thorn is a, such a smart football player. He makes the right reads. He he knows where the ball is going before he makes the pass. Like it's it's just it's so smart and so. High IQ and it's it's it's, it's veteran playmaking. The guy isn't the guy a Richard sophomore. Like we have this guy for two more years after this, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. No, he's got at least two more years uh, of eligibility. Like, it's it's just it's brilliant. Honestly, it's it's just football like savantness. I guess what Thorne's doing out there. Yeah. yeah I I I, 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 I I mean we're just you know we're through three games and. I, I mean, he, he's he got a zero in a certain stat category. I'm not going to talk about which one because I'm superstitious, but he, he's making smart – he's making smart plays. He's not losing us – he's not losing us any games. No. And he's making big plays when it counts. With his legs, too. Like, the yep. runs were – he didn't force the ball. He just ran for 40 yards on a of the third and long. He had, he had a lot of clutch plays today. Like, he was – I think Crouch was pretty damn special today on the yeah. defensive side. Like he had some, he had the recovered fumble on uh, the first quarter and he had a, he had a really good tackle on Derek King when Derek King was wide open, like to run yeah. for a first down. He just it's like a laser just zeroed in on him and got him like that. That was a really fucking great tackle. Yep. Um, um, Gross had another good game, another interception. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Xavier Henderson was a little bit quieter today, but still, like, did you know, you, you never he didn't fuck anything up, like, he just did his job. Man, um, how, about, how about Brantley? Like, I know he got booted in the fourth quarter, but the third quarter he was in, the defense looked a lot better with him. True, oh, yeah, that, that kid, that kid loves to hit, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he's, he's probably torn down a little bit. You need yeah. him for Nebraska, but yeah, well, we won't have him for Nebraska. Well, we need yeah. Western Kentucky really bad. What we bring it? Uh, yeah, because he got he got kicked out for targeting in the second half, so he's not playing next game. Or no, it's just he's, he's playing the first half, 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 second game. half. Yeah, first half, first half for the next game. I'm trying to see what. I'm trying to see what a line is. I guess one line for next week's game has Nebraska favored by four, which just blows my mind. That was probably a preseason. That's probably a preseason line. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a give it till tomorrow afternoon. You'll probably see a better line yeah. tomorrow. I think we'll, still by, we'll probably be favored by a touchdown. 
Yeah, um, you'll get that yeah. offshore circus sports uh, lines at you know given, seven eight o'clock tomorrow night. Given how right uh, Zandra was with saying Nebraska would cover, I mean that was <laughs> that was a hell of a call, man. <laughs> he didn't say I, it. I think he's about more about Oklahoma than Nebraska, honestly. Like the way they played against Tulsa, they got major problems over there. Them and Ohio State and Clemson, all three of them major problems that yep. they have to get figured out at some point. Yeah, the only team that's far and away elite is Alabama. Even they uh, struggled today. They, they yeah, okay, but they're today. yeah, they struggled with a what top ten, top eleven. Yeah, Florida's Florida good. team. It's not like they're playing a fucking bunch of scrubs. Emory Jones is disgusting. Right. Yeah, Florida's um, good. Yeah, I'm. Man, this. I mean, we. So I had this game as a loss when Brett and Spartan Dog and I did our season preview. Um, yeah. I think, I think Spartan Dog had it as a win, and Brett and I had it as a loss. But yeah. um, I mean, my nine and three prediction. I'm not saying it's going to happen because there's still way too much season left. But we're a quarter of the way through the season. The team only has, I think, two turnovers on the year. You have the Russo fumble last week, and um, and the the um, the Joiner fumble in the Northwestern game. So, you know, very clean, clean, cleanly, cleanliness, a clean run offense, um, an efficiently run offense, and this showed me that this team can adjust on the fly, and that's going to win fucking games because. I love that Mark Antonio was there. I'm glad he was there for this. But if this were a Mark Antonio team, I think this this game just spirals after seven three Miami. Yeah, it's really uh, funny you say that about coaching though, because like, isn't that one of the cool things about the staff is we're out coaching other teams again. This feels like 2015 again, where we're just having our coach go out and we're secure knowing that our coach is going to be the better coach in the game. Yeah, our staff yeah. is going to out coach the other team. We're going to make uh, the right adjustments. Uh, we're going to make the right play calls. We're going to yeah. – at the end of the day, we're going to be the better coach, better executing team. Like, yeah. it's nice. Like, we turned on the Jets. You know, we turned on the Jets in the fourth quarter, and everyone was was freaking out going into the fourth quarter because we were up by, what, like three points? Three points, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had the momentum, too. Yeah, and it's just everyone's freaking out. And it's like, guys, everyone had – like. 99% of the fan base and analysts and everyone had this as an auto L coming into the season. And we're up three going into the fourth quarter. Why don't we just like chill out? Yeah. But and then change when you're like in the middle of the game. No, for sure. For sure. And, and I would have been pissed had we, had we lost, but like, you know, we, we, oh, you know, Tucker preaches, uh, you know, very, very few things, right? Uh, consistency, relentlessness, uh, conditioning, strength. Like, he's made it his mission to completely overhaul everything um, in the nutrition and strength and conditioning uh, programs and all of that shit. And, yeah. like, it paid off. Miami was way more gassed than we were uh, yeah, in, in the fourth quarter. I'm glad you brought that up because everything that Mel Tucker is preaching <clears throat> about relentlessness, conditioning, all that stuff, you saw that on display in the fourth quarter today. Yeah. Like, everything he's preaching, the, the entire program he wants to build, you saw in the fourth quarter today. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and you and you even saw the players after the game. They, they all said the same thing. You know, 
uh, Coach Tuck preaches this, you know, our strength, we can't thank our strength and conditioning staff enough. We can't thank our nutrition staff enough. They've been preparing uh, us for this since the summer. Like all of our training has gone into getting prepared for games like this, being able to outlast, being the best conditioned team on the field. And, and that's exactly what we wore them down in their own stadium, in their own heat. Can, can we can we talk about something real quick? Um, the Jalen Naylor 39-yard bomb that Peyton Thorne – I mean, Naylor was wide open, perfect throw. Yeah. Um, what a fucking play call. Uh, and hey. what a play call, but what a fucking douchebag that that Michigan fan is to show up at that game. Uh-huh. We are being called rent-free that they're in our heads. And we have but, that dipshit Josh kid who was, you know, on TV for the Western game two years ago who still brags about it and says, no, it wasn't rent-free when it actually was because the kid's fucking stupid. Um, anyone who has a bleach blonde on the top and then and different hair color on the sides is an idiot. That's just a fact. Um, and I love that, that I love that ESPN found this guy in the stands and he just puts his hands on his head. Like he was coming there just to, just to cheer on Miami and hope they won, but they got their shit pushed in, and this motherfucker's just sitting there, like about to cry. Surrender, I, surrender, Cobra, baby. Surrender, Cobra again. Lucas loved it. That's what I said for. It's what I said for years, though. Like Michigan fans like to pretend the obsession goes both one way, when in reality, the same ones that say the obsession goes one way are the ones that are the most obsessed about MSU. Like right. there, there are people that call MSU little brother that literally jerk off the MSU losses. It, it's it's wild and, the dichotomy and like the thought process. Well, what's funny I, is I, like, I welcome it. Like it's a rivalry. I welcome it. So like I'm I'm very happy they they, they do this. But I just want the fucking stick to stop. Where like they pretend that it's supposed to go one way. Like, well, what's, like, what's just own it, man? It's a rivalry. Just own it. Sorry, go ahead. Well, what's funny is like they keep saying rent free, but like last week I saw a Michigan fan in full maize color at the staking, like in the upper bowl. Like he was like, he was in line for the bathroom right in front of me. And I'm just, I rolled my eyes at him. I think he saw me. I'm like, dude, I get it. You're probably like driving from somewhere and you want to watch college football, but like, how about you just don't wear that shit in the stadium? Cause you're going to get made fun of, or you're going to get looked at weird. We'll hit you with mustard packets, you little bitch. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I am a, like, I welcome it to me because like it's just basically saying like, hey, like this rivalry is legit. This rivalry is serious. What I like, I'd rather you that than your your normal bullshit of just like pretending that Michigan doesn't care about MSU. I I I welcome the fact you're like, hey, this is like a serious thing because it is, and it's just like, well, fuck it, right? Like, right. do your own thing. Let's have our own. Let's have our fun. Back, back to that that Naylor touchdown on the field because they just showed the uh, they just showed the highlight on ESPN a second ago. Um, it was so nice that he got that payoff finally. Like him and Thorne like weren't really clicking most of the game, and like I like that we kept going back at it anyway because like we you know we know one we need to get Thorne to throw it to someone um, who you know he needs to not lock in on Reed. Um, so get like just having him throw to somebody else and, you know, finally get that connection with Naylor. That was like a nice payoff after kind of tough game between two. Yeah. 
Um, and then I can't believe we've made it this far without talking about our Heisman candidate, Kenneth fucking Walker. I mean, the, that guy is so fucking legit. Yeah, the dick that dude must the the dick that dude must walk around with. Just, I mean, he had a he's got it. Real quick, can I just say something about Kenneth Walker? Because like, yeah, I was gonna touch on his stats real quick. Um, hold on, go ahead. 172 yards rushing, 17 yards receiving, and a score. 192 190 or 190 yards basically on the day, and we all said it last night. He needs to be fed for them to win, and they did it. Okay, go ahead. If you like, look at the way he played though. He like, have you ever watched like old Barry Sanders highlights on YouTube? Yeah, because the play Kenneth Walker plays Kenneth Walker was making were, were like straight out of those videos. He was making video like plays. Yeah, or, and like uh, moves and stuff that look—they look like Barry Sanders, vintage Barry Sanders. Col- like this guy Kelsey. is a hundred percent legit. This guy's gonna be a superstar in the NFL. I'm all in on Kenneth Walker. Yeah, now Col- Colton Pouncey called him uh, Kenny Cutbacks during the game. Those cutbacks are like, nice too. Yeah, his uh, yeah, the he made one. I think it was early in the game. He busted a pretty good run, and he he made a cut where like he was running full speed put his foot in the ground full speed to go full stop to try and cut to try and juke a guy and that one scared the hell out of me because that's he i mean that man was running top speed and then just stopped on a freaking dime like he's he's just he's insane and like you know his uh, one of his shorter runs of the day might have been the one that was most important the what was it i think it was third and third and three or third and four he got tackled like maybe for he almost got tackled for like a one yard loss kept his legs turning fell yeah, forward for like a two for like a two yard gain to make a fourth and one and then we snuck thorn yep. uh for the first down like he's a freak you like it, it I, does he ever go down on first contact ever i don't no i don't like, that's the really cool thing you watch miami hit him and like wrap him up and he's He'd break the tackle, or he would juke yeah. out of the tackle and get like five yards after that. It was it was great. Uh, we haven't yeah, seen like, a just, running back playing years here, right? Like I just don't think I've seen him a single time get tackled with first contact. Like it takes at least two or three hits and people to bring that man down. Yeah, it it's like he uses he knows how to use the truck stick from Madden in the on um, right. you know, PlayStation Two or something. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much touched on it. This is just going to be a shorter pod. Um, I mean, it's it changes expectations a little bit for for everybody. I believe. Oh, yeah. um, I'm. I still think nine and three is realistic, and I have this as a loss. So I'm like trying to figure out where I can plop another loss, and it might be the Western Kentucky game because, I mean, our cornerback, our secondary adjusted, but. It's not I, – I, I'm not going to – I still think they're going to lose a game or two for us, maybe more. Uh, I'm yeah. not – we're not We're not losing to Western Kentucky. We're going yesterday to – Yesterday, I found your – No. No, yesterday, I found your saying seven to five. Right now, I'm with you, Luke. It's like nine and three now. Like Mel, Mel Tucker's rebuild of this program is in the process of an incredibly rapid turnaround. Like, if we go into Michigan seven and oh and win that game – the expectation should not be nine and three. It should be ten and two at the very worst. 
or yeah. even we're gonna go for a we're gonna go for the division. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll just, if we, yeah, I. The thought of I, us being undefeated going into Michigan is still like very. It's hard. Very to, daunting. I could see Indiana being a trap game being the week before, or Purdue being a trap game after. Right. Like you know, we're we're gonna prioritize Michigan. So like win or like win or lose, that game is not gonna be one where we you know fall asleep at the wheel. That's just gonna be you know they were better on that day kind of thing. If we if we lose that game, um, yeah. No, if we go nine and three, like it's I I think it's gonna involve a win against one of Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State the way we're playing. So right, yeah, like I could totally like we could lose to Indiana, I guess. I I don't necessarily. Rutgers has looked pretty good. I just don't know that. We, you know, we lost them last year. I don't. I don't think we're gonna do that two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, like Greg Shiano's done a great job of that program. Uh, in you know, in his first year and a half or whatever. But like, they're still Rutgers. Um, but yeah, Rutgers fans are already chirping at us. Like they're saying yeah. that we're gonna lose to them again, and I. What do they have? Two, two fans. Two fans. Yeah. Um, two fans, and one of them's Eric Lagrange. Oh Lord. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> and so, last thing I'm gonna ask before we go, before we sign off, because I'm I'm just hanging out my boxers down here. Um, Manny Diaz, do you think he makes it to Monday? No well, Monday. Wait, Monday, yes. Okay. He's not making the end of the year. He's not making the bowl season. He's going to get fired at the last day of the regular season. You think so? Um, you think so? You think they keep him that long? His fans are ready to yeah. burn him. Well, there's, no at, point at, firing him at the, there's no point firing him today. I, I, like, you just, I mean, ride see what happens. You say that, but USC fucking fired Clay Helton. Why, what's the difference? I, well, so the you, thing with Miami is the ACC is so weak. They could, like, like Xander keeps saying, they could win, still win seven or eight games. Well, that's the other thing. Like, if you keep Mandia, you save a shit ton of money on the buyout. So Miami and Miami they don't, want him to stay. Like, Miami is a rich even, football program down there. Yeah, Miami doesn't even have to play Clemson either. So, like, they'll wait till the end of the year, I think. Um, right. Like, but yeah, the Mel Tucker Grim Reaper thing, that, that's going to happen, right? Like, there's four coaches, I think, left. He's got um, Harbaugh. He's four got four he's more? Got, uh, yeah, he's got Harbaugh, Brom, Scott Frost next weekend, and then he's got um, Kerry Coons at Ohio State. He's probably going to get that guy oh, fired, too. Okay. I guess if you want to count Kerry Coons, okay. You think Brom's on the hot seat? Apparently, I've seen I've seen things written about him. Um, That's wild. So you know we had, you know this is this might Mel could be the Grim Reaper this year, like we said. I mean, I think Manny Diaz is going to get fired. I I'll just be the contrarian and say he gets fired um, by Monday. I think the the pressure is on. If you lose this game twenty four to seventeen, I don't think it happens. But the way they just completely collapsed and gave up. That that's the that's the sign of a coach who's not going to last long, and I'm sure you guys will be right, but I just think the momentum is there to fire him. And yeah, and well, and well, did you hear what he said after the game? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw. You want to say? Tell, you told people. Yeah, he said like this is just temporary or something. Yeah, he uh, Kane's head coach Manny Diaz on his message recruits. This is a temporary situation. These guys can come be the solution. They can help the program take the next step. 
Like, way to throw your own dudes under the bus. Yeah. That's that's a sign of a dude who's lost the locker room. And if he if he makes it through Monday, if they lose their next game, like I don't know who they play next week, but like if they go to one and three, um, I think he's done. I think he's completely done. Like their next yeah. game is against Central Connecticut State. That's probably going to be a win. But like if they if they lose that game, he's done. He doesn't make it to Sunday. They would fire him after the game. Lucas, if you'd ask me if it, about October, I'd give you betting odds on October, and I'd say it's even uh, if he makes it through October. I mean, it's October's tough that he's got Virg- – well, Virginia's the 30th, whatever. Um, he's got Miami – or no, not Miami. He's got North Carolina on the road, NC State, not a horrible team. He's got Pittsburgh, who is just completely Jekyll and Hyde. Um, I mean, if he goes 0-3 in that stretch, he's definitely gone before the season. I, I think yeah. maybe he is – is gone before the season, no matter what. I think it's I think it's over. Um, real quick, actually, just on the Kenneth Walker, Jay Johnson thing we're talking about. People are yelling a lot about Jay Johnson's run the middle, run to the middle, which I get. They're annoying. I'm one of the people yelling at them that they are the bane of my existence. But when Kenneth Walker is making the plays he does make, like it's like it's okay to call run to the middle because he's making guys miss and bouncing it outside. Right. So, like, I'm not going to, like, get on Jay Johnson too much for that. Yeah. I guess it's my thing. Well, we can talk about it more, you know, when we do the pod this week. I don't know what day, but I'm sure we'll all reconnect it sometime. Um, just wanted to get quick thoughts because it was just a fucking adrenaline-pumping game. You know, the more it went on, you just felt like they were going to win. And this team's special. And I, I next weekend in Nebraska is going to be fucking nuts. At the Nebraska it's, game. It's really fun to emotionally be emotionally invested in MSU football again. Yeah. Like, it's been two or three years since this, and it just feels amazing to be back in. Yeah. Like, football is fun again. We, we're playing fun offensive football. We're not playing 1980s boring power fucking football. We're yeah. playing modern. We have modern schemes. We're playing modern fucking offense like ah, dude, yeah. I, I wish our defense would pick it up a little bit but like the offense is fun football is fun coach Tucker is fun like yeah the guys are having fun you can tell you can tell the team is having fun even the D'Antonio holdovers are having fun yeah and, and on that note we're 3-0 for the first time since 2015 All right. it's been a Pull lot off, but um, we will be ranked. We should be top twenty at the very worst, if if not more. Um, McElroy was picking up was picking us as a top fifteen team. I I think we're gonna be like top like twenty one, twenty two. But we're we're playing like a well, top fifteen team. But I agree, dude. We're playing better than Ohio State is right now. I'm just gonna say that straight up on this pod. We are playing better than Ohio State is right now. Ohio, we're playing yeah, better Ohio. than Oklahoma is right now. We're playing yeah, better than yeah. Clemson is right now. Oh, there are really oh, good teams uh, that are allegedly right. allegedly good teams. We're playing a lot better than them right now. Yeah. And they should rank us well, above them. We're going to wrap it up because we'll, we'll talk more about it later this week. Uh, okay. All right. We're going to sign off and Michigan State. Oh, what? one last thing. Yeah. One last thing. Um, so, Brett and I are still doing the, the charity drive. Uh, yeah. Just donate to the MSU um, ticket fund. M- do- donate to MSU athletic department in some way. Send us a receipt. Yeah. Yep, Spartan Fund, and um, we'll put in a raffle. We're giving out two pairs of tickets, one from yeah. each of us. 
for the Nebraska game. Just send us a screenshot of your donation. Go green. Go go white, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later this week. Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. Yep.